Good morning, I'm Tony Cabrera. And I'm Amanda Venegas. And today we talk about how Fresno State will address the controversial tweets by a professor with the public tonight. Also, the man accused of being the Golden State Killer is back in court. And today, many across the country observing the National Day of Prayer. All that and check on your weather this morning on As You Go. Welcome to Action News As You Go. Coming up right now. Now to our discussion of the morning. It's been more than a week since it was announced that Fresno State English professor Rhonda Girard would not be punished following those controversial tweets about Barbara Bush's death. Fresno State President Joseph Castro inviting the public to a forum. It's for anyone with questions or concerns about the handling of Professor Girard's Twitter bashing of the family. Uh, she's not going to be punished. I know there was a lot of outcry. So university trying to hold these forums. They had one yesterday. It was a private forum in which students came out, faculty came out, and, um, you know, just talking with some of the students. One of the students actually was crying. She got wow. up there. She was so full of emotion. Her name was Bailey. And she said, I'm afraid that when I graduate, that people are not going to see the fact that I earned this degree. They're going to see this controversy. They might think twice. Interesting that she would think you know, is she a freshman or is she about no, to graduate she's about now? to graduate. Okay, that I was going to say, this, this could change in four oh, years. Oh, totally. You know? totally. She's um, about to graduate. But wow. the fact that it's, you know, shed this dark kind of cloud a little bit over the university maybe, or it, it's caused some controversy. Oh, for sure. It, it definitely caused some controversy. But things like this always pass, uh, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just one, it's one professor. Yep. They've dealt with other professors in the past, and we've already forgotten about those. Exactly. Right? Well, maybe yeah, well, you haven't. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we did report on it, I remember. Yeah, but you were mentioning that, mm -hmm. you know, why open this up to the, pu the public yeah. to uh, fill the Save Mart Center with people, what you were saying? Oh, yeah, so, I mean, to me, we, they already had their discussion yesterday with the students, and then it was closed to the public. Today, it's open to the public, so everyone's free to come and express their emotions and their feelings and their opinions, but uh, isn't that what the Internet is for? I mean, a lot of people do it mm -hmm. anyway, and there are so many trolls out there that mm -hmm. end up saying disgusting things or even very nice things. Um, but, again, yeah, I thought, I mean, is it really necessary to get everybody together like this, yes. just to stand up in front of each other? And I'm, I'm scared that people are just going to start arguing. It could, it could turn into that. I, I say, know. in this world, why not do face-to-face -face communication? I agree. So many things are lost in translation on the Internet. Absolutely. I can send you an email now and, yes. you know, whatever. It's in and caps and you think I'm yelling at you, but I'm not. I just left caps. Oh, I know. It depends on how I perceive the message. Yeah. Ooh, I love this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we need, a, you know, in the Valley, we, we want that face-to-face -face communication. A lot of people, I know, alumni saying, hey, mm -hmm. they don't want, you know, the, some people were saying they don't want to donate to a university. And I think it's really important that the university addresses this matter and, and, and addresses the concerns of people who are alumni, who grow up in this community, who work at the university, and that face-to-face -face interaction. I don't know about you, if I send a letter to the president, if I'm concerned, you know, maybe he'll hear it. But if I look at Dr. Castro and I say, look, you know, this is important to me, right? you feel like you're conveying that message to him, that he's listening. But it, she's still yeah. working there. You know, like what, mm -hmm, what, mm -hmm. what is it going to take for these people to be, to be pleased at the end of the day? Correct. I, for me, personally, when I was shocked by these comments, yes. I was uh, surprised that the university chose to keep her. Uh -huh. But I'm still not going to go and, to this Safe Mart Center. As a, as a private resident or mm -hmm. private citizen, I'm not going to go. Yeah. I'm not going to go speak. I'm not, I don't really... Uh, See the point now that they've already made their decision. Yeah, it's like, yeah. well, that's what they're going to do. Okay. 
Is this um, really going to change their mind after ever the public now gets a chance to speak their mind? Could it shape their policy? How, could okay. they, um, now because because of tenure, because of free speech laws, things like that, but could they, uh, you know, the university take some of this discussion, go to the collective bargaining when they say and say, you know, there's a social media policy. We have social media policies yes. here. Sure. And not only that, uh, we do have oversight over uh, some of what we say. And, and mm -hmm. this goes on for corporations, CEOs of other companies. Could you see them shaping policy differently for teachers and saying, hey? Yeah, because they are the ones who are teaching the next generation, who influence them, who, you know, people look up to professors sometimes and say, mm -hmm. this is my idol, this is who I, you know, look up to. Sometimes they don't even look up to their parents, they look up to a particular mm -hmm. professor. I'm not knowing, I don't know anybody that looks up to this particular professor that we're talking about, but um, then again, I don't know anybody that goes <laughs> to the school, so I, it's not I, saying much. Yeah. Personally, I mean, I think... The university, we are known as more of a conservative town, more, you know, the valley okay. is just rooted in conservative kind of roots. But I think this really, uh, it hurt a lot of people's feelings. They, it was very bizarre to them. And so I think for people to sit down and hash it out is a good thing. It's, it's ironic that today's the National Day of Prayer, because at mm -hmm. church the other day, they were saying, instead of bashing this woman back, yeah. why don't you step back and pray for this woman? Yes. Because there's obviously something wrong with her. Oh, you know, sure, for somebody sure. to just lash out like that, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. whether you agree with them or not, it was just, it was very aggressive in mm -hmm. what she was, mean-spirited. Uh, there's obviously something going on in her life, maybe. That, right, that uh, may have possessed, not possessed, but, uh, brought, yeah. Brought maybe it's erupt. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so maybe we should be more concerned about maybe getting her um, into a good spot in life. Sure, To yeah. where you wouldn't have to. Take the higher like road yeah. and be more, mm -hmm. um, you know, I would say professional slash uh, mature. I yeah. think that's better than trying to sit there and try to attack her now that you're offended because now who's, you know, yeah. what makes you any better that you're also now being negative. Yeah. Well, we don't know what people are going to say. Sure, some no. people could be negative. Some people could be, you well, know, it'll be a I feel like I think, levels, but I think <laughs> some people may tonight say, hey, this is important to me. Sure. Why? You mm -hmm. know? So, but yes, we don't want, you know, bashing if you, negative mm -hmm. with the negative. Doesn't yeah, work. it doesn't always work. So. Well, we will definitely be there and we'll uh, have more for you on later editions of Action News. And we've talked about this issue before. Go to previous podcasts if you'd like. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a bit with our weather and stories of the morning. Hey, Central Valley, there's a new way to get your news. The all-new ABC 30 News app, powered by you. Your interests, your neighborhood, news and weather, yeah, it's got that too. See the news you care about and only the alerts that affect you. The ABC 30 News app. No other app does local like this. Search ABC 30 in your app store. And welcome back as you get your day started this Thursday. We're getting closer to Friday, the weekend. Let's yes. check on our weather. Alina, it's kind of feeling summer like. Amanda, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly is. Um, temperatures today will be in the low to mid-80s. Will be sunny, though, across the valley and foothills. Maybe a few more clouds around near the Sierra, but should be dry today. And then again tomorrow, back in the 80s, but this time closer to 90 and some spots might even get to 90 degrees already on Friday. And it looks like we'll be seeing those very warm temperatures last all the way through the weekend and not expecting a whole lot of change even into next week. Upper 80s for the high temperature, maybe back near 90 for some spots once again. So hold on to your uh, horses. I don't know. Your hats, everything. Well, it's not going to be too bad. Hold on to your sunscreen. Exactly. And the sunglasses and the water.
Okay, now to the stories of the day. The 72-year-old man accused of being the Golden State Killer is expected to be back in court this morning. The defense team for Joseph D'Angelo Jr. filed a motion Wednesday to suppress evidence obtained by a search warrant. The judge said he wanted time to review the motions and delayed the hearing until today. D'Angelo was arrested last week at a home in Sacramento County. It's believed he's connected to a series of killings and rapes across the state in the 70s and 80s, including some in the Valley. D'Angelo is currently charged in the murders of four Fresno couple a former Fresno couple, Katie and Brian Marjorie. And today is the National Day of Prayer. It was signed into law in 1952 by President Harry S. Truman. The annual observance invites people of all faiths to pray for our nation. President Trump will attend an event in Washington, D.C., while faithful across the country will attend events in their own communities. And no matter what faith you are, I think just pausing for a moment and hoping our country we gets in a better place, that we become more united, and that our kids don't have to live in this violence. That is true. I mean, we're so polarized these days that uh, anything helps, right? Yeah. Okay, that's all for today. Have a great one, everyone. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. And for more stories, go to abc30.com.